0: Welcome to another episode of The Well-Seasoned Librarian. This is Season 13, Episode 1. Today I'm very, very happy to be talking to Mike Slater again. Number one, because I always end up cracking up and laughing whenever I talk to him and his friends from Red Duke Games. Uh, They're just a great bunch of guys, and they put out something that I really, really love. Um, A few years back, they uh, came out with a Necronomnomnom, which is a cookbook inspired by the writings of HP Lovecraft. And it was just like, when I heard about it, I was just like, that is the perfection of everything that I love. Cause I'm a big HP Lovecraft or Lovecraftiana fan and I love cooking. So this is just right up my alley. And then the following year they followed up this hit and it was a really big hit with Lovecraft cocktails, uh elixir, elixirs and libations from the HP Lovecraft mythos that did very well as well. And now they have a brand new book the Necra munchicon which is unspeakable snacks and terrifying treats from the lore of hp lovecraft and this uh, book does not disappoint um, it is also really quite excellent and uh, just another great product from these guys uh it also features the uh impeccable work of Kurt Komoda who has illustrated all of these books and just such a great great job manages to make everything very macabre and also very fun at the same time Uh, just perfection I really love talking to Mike Um, he is uh, the head of uh, or one of the heads of Red Duke games and uh, they do a lot of different uh, games uh, kind of uh, role-playing games and stuff and they're really great company and they make all kinds of great great cool things Uh, I know they've also talked about, uh, they put out a couple of teas that are uh, influenced by the HP Lovecraft mythos, and they have something else uh, which I'm gonna let Mike talk about uh, when we go into the interview. Without further ado, my conversation with Mike Slater of Red Duke Games to talk about the brand new book, The Necromuntricon. And here we go to the conversation right now. Welcome to the Well-Seasoned Librarian Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Jones. I'm talking with Mike Slater today from Red Duke Games, and we've had him on the podcast in the past to talk about his wonderful um, cookbooks and uh, very much in time with the season right now. Um, Of course, I'm referring to the Necronom Nom Nom and Lovecraft Cocktails that we've uh, talked about in previous episodes that are really uh, wonderful books that I really cherish having in my cookbook collection. So Mike, thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Dean. It's great to be back. Uh, Really appreciate the invite.
0: After the success of the and Lovecraft Cocktails, you're back at it again with the Necromunchicon. (laughs) I love the heading of the chapters, Sweet Madness, The Witching Sour, Our Lure and Savior, Salt and Battery, and The Bitter Blend. All great illustrations by the incomparable Kurt Komoda. What inspired you to do another cookbook?
1: Um, so, you know, in the, in the cookbook business, I guess, where you actually have, um, books that are actively selling, um, and you want to continue to put things out, they need to be, um, they need to not compete with your own product. So they have to be sort of a different category, a different uh, flavor, so to speak. Um, and so, you know, we have, ideas and ideas and ideas um, and we have people that um, you know we're very grateful uh, that we don't want to submit um, recipes and hey can you use this somewhere and you know I thought this you guys would like this and we always want to do that sort of thing when the publisher um, asks you know we, we're kind of like ready to go a lot of the time um, you know not all the art not all the writing of course but for this one uh, we knew that part of what made the necro nom 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 so successful was its uh, is its use in parties, use for you know uh, yeah. you know catering for your guests and um, game day and things like that. So it's not just Halloween parties, but it's 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 game day and things where you've got six, eight, 10, 20, <laughs> depending on how how much you entertain people to feed. Um, so we wanted to do something that really helped people make that easier, but also, you know, unique and cool and and different, like, oh my God, what is this? I've never had that, or that looks terrible. It tastes awesome. What is it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so we had these, these very playful ideas and then, um, uh, our editor, uh, James J.O., who, who just is awesome. Um, he had the idea to organize the book into the five tastes and those are the sections that you mentioned. Thank you for picking up on that. Um, that, that was, uh, an interesting challenge because, um, as you could well imagine, most snacks really fit into one or two categories, right? They're yeah. either salty or savory. Um, and so to go back and hit all five tastes sort of evenly, right? Um, you know, so that the sweet section isn't 17 recipes and, um, you know, the bitter section is three, uh, to do yeah. that well. And interestingly was, was a, a great challenge, um, and a lot of fun. So, you know, we, we, uh, we think we pulled it off and, um, you know, the, the book is, is something that we're very proud of. Um, it's had a, a great reaction so far. We, uh, you know came out on tuesday of course and we debuted it in front of people at the um, central pa tattoo and horror convention uh, just this past weekend so friday we got to see what people thought of it in person and we were uh, really very gratified so yeah i
0: love um that this book i mean i always the first thing i do is go read the recipe titles right because like that's gonna be i just laugh some of them make me laugh so hard especially oh my god uh the one that I really thought was hilarious was the Obed Marshmallows. I mean, that just made me laugh. And you guys always do it, man. You always like come up with these great titles and everything. What I liked this time was that there's a st- story component to it that I didn't see in the previous ones that I really kind of thought was fun. What made you think of doing that?
1: Um, so, you know, we know what people have really liked about the the previous two books. And we we certainly want to include those elements, right? They're, they're part of our secret sauce. Um, we don't yeah. want to take, take that away from anybody um, by going in a completely different direction, but we also don't want to do the same thing each time, right? We want each yeah. book to be unique and uniquely appealing, um, both in the recipes and in the reading experience. Um, so, you know, Miguel Flegure, uh, who's, who's one of my primary collaborators, and I are both writers. Uh, we, we write short fiction separately together. Um, um, and we thought, Hey, why don't we do a short story about each recipe, you know, so that it's, 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 it's flash fiction. It's a recipe that can feed a whole bunch of people that's new and different, um, you know, and unique. And then of course you have, uh, Kurt's, uh, you know, incredible art. Uh, so you've got the visual aspect, the, uh, the, the cognitive engagement of the story. And, and of course the gustas sto- the, yeah, gustatory um, yeah. elements of, of trying the recipe itself. So we really went for a, a whole entertainment package here between two covers.
0: I really, um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I love the titles. Uh, any favorites out of the um, titles that you really make you laugh?
1: Um, the Omed, the, the Obed Marshmallows was, you know, sort of a, once that idea occurred, was like a, must, a must have, a must do, right? That's kind of like the gin uh, the and miskatonic from, from the first book. It's like, how do you not do this? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the salmon witch tiles. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is. This is bad, and we're going to get in trouble. But it, but it's funny, and people will get it. <laughs> um, and and then the the story sort of redeems it a bit. Um, the Hounds and Tenderlopes uh, was was one that was like, okay, somebody's going to look at that and go, the Hounds of tindalos is a snack. How does this work? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, they're 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 like you're asking me to like pick a favorite child here. That you know, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This is where the this is where the Recipes start ninety five percent of the time is Mike picks up some awful pun and now we need food to go with it, um, you know. Uh, sometimes, uh, as with uh, like the Cultist Delights, for instance, Tom had this idea uh, for a recipe that has been floating around since the Necronom nom, nom. There was nowhere to put it in the Nom. It just it didn't it didn't fit the categories. Like, what do we do with this? um and then finally for this book it was like okay you know what this does fit in one of the sections in a place where we need it now I just need to come up with uh why like why does it go in this book and um I didn't have a name for it yet this is the only one that has gone exactly backwards from our usual process it was recipe first test recipe okay recipe actually tastes really good good check um all right, story. The story occurred to me next. I wrote that still without a name for this thing. And the story itself suggested what they are. And that's where cultists' delights came from. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, a good one. In, in the in the story, there are these things that the cult leader needs to use for a ritual. And they every time they make a batch, as they're transporting it to the ritual, the cultists are eating them because they're irresistible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love these.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So you get where that goes. Um, yeah. You know. That's that's a huge part of the fun for me.
0: Now, do you um, do you practice the recipes on your family? Do you guys do you oh God, like to yes. eat these at home?
1: Yes. What's the reaction
0: from the family when you're cooking some of these things?
1: Uh, so initially, there was the, the the trepidation that you would have from anybody, um, <laughs> you know, when you look at this and te- and someone else tells you have one. Um, <laughs> th- now, you know, they they they're 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 much more they're much more trusting. They know what they're in for. Uh, yeah. My my daughter my daughter B is um, like the the chief tester. I don't know if that means that she's the bravest or or just the most uh, devoted um, you know, to the process here, but, you know, she will try anything, um, you know, with, uh, with minimal encouragement. <laughs> so if it, uh, if it goes past her in good order, I know I'm to something. And if not, then I have some serious tweaking to do, but usually, uh, we were pretty good hit ratio off the bat.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've, I want to mention this again, because I, I, for people that are new to this, um, and who are listening for the first time, I really want to, and I want to emphasize now I've read, I've read cook. I have cookbooks literally that are Halloween cookbooks or horror themed ones where the, the aesthetic is more important than the taste. And in this case, you really have both. Cause I, th- I really feel like everything you, you are cooking has to be delicious and, and uh, everything, nothing sounds bad. Everything sounds really good. So you do want to talk about that a little bit. Sure. Um,
1: so, Higher experience is very, very important to us. Always has been. Um, You know, that's that's where Tom's genius comes in. Is okay. We've got this idea. We want it to look like this. May or may not get there, but you know, I'm going to make it and have it taste the way that it should. And then it's going to be Mike iterating on. All right, how do we make it look the part? Um, It's it really has to work all the way around. And, you know, there are certainly some that are like, uh, you read the ingredient list and you're like, "That doesn't, I'm not sure about that. (laughs) And all we ask, and all we ask is that, you know, if you're adventurous enough, try it because we certainly did. And we, and we didn't try it just on ourselves and go, you know, okay, that passes. Um, you know, as you mentioned, it's usually our families first, um, we'll take test recipes to conventions and, and try them on, you know, dozens or hundreds of people. Um, we are now catering the VIP dinner for Creature Feature Weekend, which is oh wow, yeah, it, it's a horror convention that happens in Gettysburg. Uh, the next one is in April. The VIP ticket buys you a dinner catered by Mike and Tom out of the books. Um, you know, and this thing has grown every year. It's a, it's to a size now where we're like, okay. Uh, we are going to need help in April. <laughs> like, like this is not something that the two of us can do by ourselves anymore. Uh, it hit 90 people last year. Um, so, you know, that was, we, we, we debuted the meter sweet balls um, <laughs> out of the necromunchicon on people and 300 meatballs vaporized in a matter of minutes. We were like, I can imagine. I, I mean, just, yeah, it was unreal. Um, so a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: I, I can't talk about this book without mentioning the incomparable artwork of Kurt Komoda. You're so lucky to have him on all these works. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Uh, yes, we, we certainly are um, extremely lucky and, and, and blessed by, by dark powers to um, have him as our, our collaborator. <laughs> um, he, you know, he, he is responsible for the visual um, appeal and aspect of the book and um, he's incredible to work with my, uh, art direction, uh, if you can call it, that is, um, really only ever needs to be minimal. Um, you know, Hey, Kurt, uh, looking for this, you know, type of thing, two sentences long. And then he pulls what I meant directly out of my brain across, you know, the three hours between us and, um, distance wise. And, yeah. uh, and just puts it on a page, and you know, sometimes I know it is it doesn't work this way, but to me it seems like it happens so quickly, and I'm sure that you know on his side it's just hours, hours of work. Um, but he's amazing at it. And then there's a few places where it's like, hey Kurt, here's what this thing looks like. Here's our awful photograph of it because we're not photographers and and kind <laughs> of you know suck at it. So here's our iPhone pics. Um, do something with it, you know, like. It, the world's your oyster we don't have uh, i don't have a particular idea or theme for this one and then he comes back with you know this amazing thing out of his own head and most of the time we don't leave him hanging like that but but when we do he always comes through he just comes through with this amazing stuff um so yes very very lucky and grateful to uh, have him on the team
0: i imagine you get a lot of feedback from the gamer fans and the horror fans that love these cooks books as much as I do. Do you have any favorite uh, comments or feedback from fans that love the series?
1: Oh, geez. Um, yes. Uh, and, and we appreciate, you know, uh, everybody that that does that comments um, in the, uh, let's see, in the beginning of the new book, we actually print some of these um, and don't have that directly in front of me um you know but there's um that's okay that's okay um yeah i'm gonna have to speak in generalities um we've if you i mean if you go to amazon and you look at the comments um it's just one after another that are, are so gratifying um i love the ones that say you know i gave this as a gift and um you know, my my husband, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, whatever, you know, like disappeared into that room, you know, and all I heard was cackling, you know, for the next couple of hours. And, you know, and they're reading a cookbook. Um, which it's it's designed, you know, to be that way. It's designed to be fun, even if you never cook a bite out of it. Um, all of them are designed to be, um, you know, fun to look at and 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 funny and um and provide the the visual entertainment that we talked about a moment ago. But you know, it's it's those comments. Um, you know, that just it, that someone was so entertained by our work, um, and that's what we want to do, right? I mean, all of our products, everything we do, we we want to give people. It sounds hokey, we want to give them joy. Like life yeah. is what it is you know, outside of your playtime, um, you know. Often enough, and and we just need to like stop and laugh and just enjoy something that was designed. Um, you know, for you to enjoy, to 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 make people happy for a bit, and um, we feel like every success we have at that is, uh, uh, you know, our giving back to um, this little ball of mud spinning in the darkness.
0: I um I want to also mention that there is kind of a I don't want to say spin off, but there's a variant uh, theme on the cookbooks. You have a uh, a beverage that you're selling. Can we talk about that a little bit?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I am a a, a bourbon and, and scotch guy or, or Me too. Scotch, a scotch and bourbon guy, I should say. Started with scotch. Um, Tom is a rum guy and I like rum, but, um, you know, it was it was not my my main thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when we did the Necronom Num Num um, and we needed uh, a rum for the Nog Sothoth, Recipe the or eggnog recipe, um, we wanted it to be a dark, heavily spiced rum, and there wasn't anything on the market um, that really fit the flavor profile that that we were looking for, and mostly that guided by Tom. So I'm the mixologist of the two of us. Tom Tom is the cook. I mean, like I I can do a decent job now because uh, I've had to learn. Um, but Tom is Tom validates the recipes. He makes sure everything works he comes up with the new ones when we need one uh, for the most part um but i'm the mixologist um so the um uh, the mixture that i had kept coming up with to make the neck right you know he, he was sampling and saying this is great by itself like i love this this is my favorite rum now and i'm like tom i made this in my kitchen um <laughs> you know he's like, I don't care. When can I get another batch? And that, you know, so really it started with him. And then we would take the extra to conventions with us and like just sample it to people for a good three years. Um, and the reaction was always the same. How, how do I get more of this? Like yeah. wh- where can I buy this? When, when's it in stores? And we had no intention of it ever uh, being in stores and till, you know, I don't know, maybe the, the 50th person asked, and we looked at each other, like, let's figure out how to get around rum in stores. Um, and we went and did it. Uh, so it's our recipe and Thistle Finch distillery's expertise. Um, They're out of Lancaster PA about half an hour from, from where I live. And they knocked it out of the park. Um, so we got the, uh, the test batch back and, you know, we're like, yep, this is, this is the right stuff. This is the exact flavor profile, but better. <laughs> it's, you know, it doesn't have a quarter inch of sediment in the bottom because I have no yeah. way of filtering out the, the spices that I used. Um, you know, it just as a, a finished product all the way around done by professionals. So we said, yep, validated, printed, so to speak. Um, and they called us back and said, all right, uh, we're gonna have a bottling party you need to get get some hands and arms and tentacles together and get down here to the distillery and, and put this stuff in bottles um and we did we had uh you know 14 out of a dozen people invited uh show up and um spend three hours uh you know making a, a thousand bottle run um which uh I am told by Thistle Finch is currently out selling their own whiskeys. Wow. Pretty good. (laughs) I I said, guys, this is a good problem to have. Tell me (laughs) when we need another batch. Um, So it will be in select PA liquor stores in February is the plan. Um, pennsylvania only has a couple of times a year when they let new th- products you know into the stores and they are one of the few states left with their own um, distribution system their own state stores uh it will be in maryland total wine um both stores uh much sooner like a couple of weeks we hope um it's been accepted to total wine um as a uh, as a franchise so if you're in a state with a total wine um, ask <laughs> if you're interested um you know ask them uh i don't know how their network works but if we can get it to them or they can get it from their own stores uh, you know we'll, we'll figure that out is the goal uh you can get it in the reading terminal market the famous reading terminal market in philadelphia oh, nice yep Um, So it's popped up in places and there's a few venues here and there that are serving it as part of drinks. Um, Our own mojito tip from the uh, second book, uh, Lovecraft Cocktails, is great. Um, It makes it into a a dark mojito, um, but it also takes out almost all of the work in making the drink because then all you need is the club soda and the muddled mint and the rum and you're done. Like it's a three it's a three part drink. It's so easy.
0: That sounds wonderful. I have a total wine near me. I think I'll make some recommendations for them. Maybe I'll get some out here.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Now, I would be remiss to not mention Red Duke Games. Can we talk a little bit about Red Duke Games for the listeners who may not have heard of it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we sure can. Um, so we are a game company. Uh, we make cookbooks and rum and tea, uh, and, and games. Um, <laughs> yes, there's I forgot a, about the tea. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have two varieties of tea out now. Um, the Earl in Grey and gray and your latha tea. Um, and you can get <laughs> uh, both of them off of our website, um, that we can ship anywhere. Um, www.reddukegames.com. Um, the books the uh, the tea and and some of our other products are on there um can't do the rum just yet but um yeah. we do actually make games and this is uh going to be 2024 that is is going to be we hope uh, a big year for us in games we've got two um major projects that uh, should hit shelves um well one should hit kickstarter and we should have it hopefully Um, finished by the end of 2024 and and going out to to people for fulfillment the other um is a is a shorter timeline um the two big games for next year are our viking death duel game called axes at dawn Um, it's uh it's a head-to-head uh game where you take on the the role of either a viking warrior or shield maiden um there's Two of each in the game, they have um, awesome art, character art by Jokara, uh, who did all of the art for our card game, Azra War of Heralds, which um, we describe as sort of like, um, it has, you know, Magic the Gathering or, or Pokemon-like mechanics. So if you're familiar with how those work, this is a very easy game to pick up, but it is a, um, more like a multi-person um, online battle arena um, type game, but it's, it's tabletop and you use cards. So you're, each player is drafting fantasy archetype characters, uh, paladins, uh, assassins, clerics, etc., against each other. Um, but unlike uh, certain other games, uh, it's everything that you need to play uh, for two players in the box, one price, no cards cost $8,000. Um, you know, so it's, it's got that, that going for it. Um, but Axes at Dawn is, is, uh, uh, has premium um, pieces to it, right? So it's the game mats, it's, it's the pieces, the dice, um, everything. And um, it's a lot of fun. It, it's, it, it can be quick, it can be strategic. You can have, some, have it be over very quickly and just, you know, redo it and off you go again. Uh, it's portable. And um, the big, 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 big project... Um, is our 5e world book uh, for the D&D players out there um, it is a 5e compatible new plane of existence uh, oh it's yeah it is called furthest night beyond the outer darkness and it is literally a a place that exists outside of the outer darkness um, it is tenuously connected to um, the rest of the uh setting and universe multiverse out there. Um, yes, it's, you know, you can bring anything you want into it, but it has uh, its own character classes, its own races, um, unique monsters, certainly, um, a pantheon of 21 powers that, um, they're, they're called the thrice seven. And, um, you have seven powers of darkness, seven powers of light and the seven unbound. Um, and it being furthest night, I will let you guess um, which of those factions is ascendant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so you can play it uh, very dark, literati- literally or figuratively, um, or both. And um, we are uh, we have a lot of work into this already, way more than we need to just launch a Kickstarter. Um, so we have um, we have some high hopes for this, and we think that. Uh, you know, people are, are going to have the uh, the right reaction and see. We've got a, um, a a group of artists put together for this thing that um, fits the Red Duke Games uh, quality model to a, to a tee. Um, in fact, um, we have some folks on here that are our Magic Gathering artists. They're comic book artists. Kurt, of course, uh, in the project. Jokara, um, the art is just meant to be, you know, jaw dropping and so far so good. We're going to have some preview stuff up at uh, reddukegames.com as soon as possible and get the, uh, the preview up on Kickstarter. So working hard on that.
0: Excellent. I imagine that, uh, Halloween is really fun at your house. You guys have a big blowout every oh, Halloween.
1: Yes. Yep. Halloween is like Christmas at our house. Um, yep. The, uh, we are having the 22nd, yeah. 22nd annual Slater Halloween party, uh, this nice. year. Yep. Um, we have a, every year we have a theme for the party at, at 22, the theme is, is, is Halloween itself. Um, because we don't want to repeat. And um, we're just going to see what happens. People are going to show up as jack-o'-lanterns, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and, and of course, you know, the last many years, we, uh, we serve, um, you know, recipes out of the book. And, and um, the cocktail book actually has some of its genesis in the Halloween party, because I would come up with signature drinks based on the theme every year um for it and that's where uh my mixology experience uh, such as it is comes from it's uh, it's more like um home taught chemistry you know than anything else
0: You, i mean you guys did such a great job i mean it really is an exceptional drinks book as well and it really kind of shows off your uh, knowledge of alcohol because there's a lot of really good stuff in there and a lot of kind of stuff that people don't always uh, know about i think it's kind of worthy of uh uh, building up your bar at home kind of uh, making a nice selection of stuff
1: uh, yeah it will. Uh, it will certainly help you do that we we tried to keep most of it as accessible as possible you know depending yeah. on where you are um, and even the things that are difficult to get um, should be regional regionally easy enough to substitute you know with something else and and drink recipes I think more than almost any other kind of recipe are um, amenable to uh, being uh, altered to tastes right and, you know like yeah oh look you know I I don't like um you know, if, if you're someone who just really doesn't like Amaretto, for instance, um, there's got to yeah. be one or two of them out there somewhere. Um, you know, there are other things that you can put in instead that will still work. Will it be the exact same drink? No, no. But I'm not drinking it. You are. So enjoy it the way you like it. I'm not a big fan of blue curacao. So I kind of tend to find substitutes for that. Okay. And and because uh, in Lovecraft's writing, um, you know, there are so many eldritch things that had a blue glow or a bluish yeah. glow there is a bunch of that in the book and it's not um you know it wasn't a lack of creativity it was a okay well you know i, I wanted to have this this kind of look and so yeah again then we're going to need a little bit of blue carousel for this one and, yeah you know a very little bit or a whole bunch um depending on <laughs> what we're the look you're going for so yeah you know if if that's not your thing um Hey, lots of other stuff. It, there's lots of other stuff out there. Um, yeah, and, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's not a small book. There's a, quite a few uh, recipes in there. It's it's a great uh, in beverage drinks book.
1: Thank you, thank you. There are 78 um, yeah, drink, drink recipes in there. Um, half of them are very vari- about half of them are variations on classics, right? So
0: yeah,
1: um, like oh, you know, the third oath um, is a sex on the beach which um, I love as a, as a pun because the third oath of the esoteric order of Dagon is um, impregnation by one of the <laughs> deep ones. So yeah. it's literally sex on the beach. Like that's what it is. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the other half are the bonkers creations you get when you uh, <clears throat> try to lock me in the house for a year with nothing to do but drink. Oh, um, yeah. And then tell me that you know I can expense the bar tab because it's research. (laughs) Okay, this this is why my liver has a credit in the book.
0: (laughs) You're telling your tax guy this is this book is the reason why I have the write offs. Okay.
1: Yep. Yep. That's you know, but all absolutely true. So.
0: That's a very enviable position to be in.
1: <laughs> I've heard that. Yes, I've yeah. I've heard that. You know, people just look at me when I tell them, like, "Oh, poor you." <laughs> yeah, something about lemons and lemonade. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Mike, it's all it's all going really well for you right now. I really, um, I want to wish you success, but I don't think you need it. The Necromunchicon's an amazing book, and it's going to do really well. I want to let everybody know that's listening. We have um, links to all this, uh, including um red duke games in the bio so check that out uh you're going to want to uh, look that up and you can buy uh, the necromancer online through all major vendors and at all better bookstores mike thanks for being on the podcast again we've really loved having you back
1: dean thank you so much for having me on it's always a pleasure
0: thank you great
1: hold on sure
0: That was my conversation with Mike Slater of Red Duke Games about their new book, The Necromunchicon*. We're going to have links to that in the bio as well as the other books and uh, also their rum, so check that out. Next week, we're going to be talking with Jacqueline Chiolari about her brand-new book that's going to be coming out the following week, We Cook Filipino. I love my conversation with Jacqueline. Uh, She's a great person to talk to. I had a really good time talking to her about Filipino food and her story and the the story about the book too. A really great conversation next week uh, and season 13, episode two. Wow, it's been 13 seasons. It's just such a joy. It's been gone by so fast and I've really had a great time doing it. Until next week, I'm going to see you all at the library.